Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Change the poll question has to do with who's a Pro Bowl player over the next two years, Carson Wentz or J.J. Watt? Who saw that poll question coming? You can dial us up. You can email, tweet all the above. You can watch on Peacock, our TV partner, and listen on our great radio affiliates around the country. Hearing a lot more conversation about James Harden, MVP. Last night, triple-double, no turnovers, playing great. And he is your point guard with the Nets, which was the wise decision by Kyrie Irving. Not that he had a decision to make. And he said, well, James is going to be our point guard. Yes, because he passes the ball and he can be a very good passer. But my problem with James Harden being an MVP is he quit on his previous team. Can you be the most valuable player in the league if you quit on your team earlier in that same season? And the answer is no. No, James Harden is not an MVP. Can have a great year. Not a most valuable player. You quit on your team in Houston. This is a team that you helped build. You decided who you wanted, who you wanted to get rid of. And then all of a sudden you looked around and you went, we're not any good. 
I want out of here. And then you got your wish. So you go to a team that's got a couple other superstars on it. You're playing well. Congratulations. All-star, yep. No problem with that. Not an MVP. You can't be an MVP if you quit on your previous team. And he did. Absolutely. He quit on the floor. Great player. You know how I feel about him. Uh, with his talents, what he does, how he does it. He's one of the more remarkable players that I've seen in nearly 50 years watching the NBA. But he quit on his team. He forced his way out. He's not the MVP. Now you can say, well, is he the MVP of the Nets? Yeah, okay, fine, I'll give you that. But he, I, can't, I have to factor in everything. It's not like, hey, second half of the season or whatever it might be, this is a guy that might have a great regular season. He's had many great regular seasons. Team does nothing when they get to the postseason. But the MVP conversation, now if you want to put LeBron in there, fine. Joel Embiid in there. Joel Embiid should be probably the front runner right now. I know a lot of people thought Luka Doncic. My point was I was not picking Doncic to win the MVP this year because the team was not going to be formidable. And you got to have a good team. You got to be a great player on a really good team or a good team just to qualify. You know, we're not taking teams that don't make the playoffs or barely make the playoffs. And Luka Doncic is great, but he's not going to be the most valuable player. Yeah, Paul. Right now, LeBron is the favorite, the Vegas favorite. Joel Embiid is second. Jokic, third. Jokic or Jokic? Either one. All right. Uh, Steph Curry, fourth. Luka, fifth. Then Giannis. All right. I mean, I'd put Jokic in there, too. He's been, you know, incredible. But I, I want to see what your team is doing as well. I think that should factor in. Steph Curry is going to have a great year, but I don't know if this team is going to make the playoffs. Yeah, McLevin. I'm getting a little tired of MVPs who aren't uh, champions. Like, I don't like that one. I think the MVP should be given out at the end of the year. Giannis losing twice in the playoffs as MVP puts a damper on the award. Well, it would change the award drastically when you think about it if we gave out the MVP after the postseason. Last year, would it, it probably would have changed, right? Yes, because I think that is the toughest road to a championship that Le- LeBron has ever had, given everything that was factored in there with the pandemic, in the bubble, all of those things. No home court advantage, which is what you play for during the regular season, and you didn't have that, and they end up winning the title. But it is a regular season MVP, and there's a postseason MVP. Yeah, McLevin. But it's not called the 2019 NBA regular season MVP. I don't know why why we always call it a regular season award. It's not in the bylaws. I mean, it is technically a regular season award, but it shouldn't be. Well, when the voting takes place, it's based off the regular season, just like rookie of the year. But why? Why do we always start doing it this way? Just because we overemphasize the playoffs? Well, we do that in every sport. You have a regular season MVP. So why? It just waters down the award. Like, obviously, Kawhi was the man two years ago. LeBron was the man last year. You know, we, you, you know you're talking to Shaq, like Steve Nash. Yeah, but, but, but was Kawhi the MVP? If I take away the postseason, is he the MVP? No, but he was the most important player in the league two years ago. There's no... Wasn't he? I mean, he... Single-handedly won the title. Well, he didn't single-handedly. I mean, he they, had a big deal. They had a yes, he did. He he played great. 
He's not a great regular season. Remember when we were trying to force this conversation of Kawhi is better than LeBron? Where's that conversation been? That seemed to go away. Because they were trying to make this a story so you could factor, you could put LeBron in a conversation, a talking point, and then that gave you a full segment on these shows. That's all this was. Kawhi's still not a better player than LeBron James, in my opinion. Kevin Durant is still not a better player than LeBron James, in my opinion. They're wonderful players. But we keep trying to put the... At some point, somebody is going to be better than LeBron. Now, Greek Freak has been great. But when LeBron retires, then somebody will be... They're better than LeBron James. Yes, he... But for a brief period of time, both of those guys were better than him. Well, I didn't know if KD was because he was doing it with... An all-star team. I mean, what Steph did was more impressive than what KD did, in my opinion. But there was that window where KD was clearly unstoppable. At least that was the perception, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he is unstoppable. Yeah. But he's not a better player than LeBron James. KD doesn't impact a game the way LeBron does. He's improved defensively. You know, LeBron... It still comes down to game on the line. I want LeBron over KD. Yes. And then there was that moment, too, where it felt like a real coming out party for Kawhi, where you're like, wow, this dude's arrived. Absolutely. He is a force. And you felt like in that moment, he was the future. He was better than LeBron. He was the best. He was great in the postseason. But, you know, go back to San Antonio. He wasn't the best player on that team when they won a championship. He was on that team and was great, you know, in the playoffs and in the finals. But we keep trying to force these things. It's because we want what's next, what's new. We don't want to sit there and go, yeah, LeBron's great. I mean, LeBron without AD, oh, he's not the MVP. Okay. Like, I know LeBron wants to win another MVP, but I, it'll all sort itself out here where we want to decide. Here it is February. Who's the MVP? We got a lot of basketball left. When did we start? What was the earliest we started with who's the MVP in the NFL this year? We're, we're starting earlier and earlier. This year we went crazy. In week three, Russell Wilson was yes. the MVP. Yes, but, but we start and we never let up. And then who's the MVP? Week to week, who's the MVP? It seems like it's every couple of weeks in the NBA. Who's the MVP? All right. You want to give it to Joel Embiid? Give it to Joel Embiid. I'm fine with that. The Joker, give it to him. Fine with that. But pushing this, well, LeBron, uh, Kawhi, here's Kawhi's footsteps there. Okay, maybe. All I know is you want, you take Kawhi and I'll take LeBron. I'm okay with that. Even LeBron at his age, I'll take him. Yeah, Paul. I found a great interview. I was looking up Steph Curry stuff. Steph Curry was on our show in August of 15, right before the 15 16 season. And you asked him what he thought was the best offensive player in the NBA, and he said himself. And it got a lot of reaction. Yeah. Steph was coming off a season where he averaged 23.8. He wasn't in the top five scorers. The next year, he averaged 30 points a game, led the league in uh, you know, points, three-pointers, everything, and that all calmed down. Yeah. And if it, look, you want to give James Harden consideration for the MVP, I don't vote on the award. Not anymore. But... I don't think you can be most valuable after you quit on a team. This is the full season we're talking about. Now, if you said the previous year they quit on his team and then in the offseason he got traded, now we have a different conversation. But he forced his way out. 
He hurt a team. Yeah, Paul. I got some stats at Embiid that show his improvement. He's averaging 30 points a game this year. Uh, four years ago, he was shooting 45% from the field. He's up to 52. He's shooting 42% from three. He doesn't take a lot, but he makes them. The big thing for Joel Embiid, he shoots 86% from the free throw line. Yeah. He's not a liability. He's actually a, a bonus there. He was 78% four years ago. Yeah, and I think it's it's one of those where can somebody stay, like Doc Rivers, you know, has played with greats, played against greats. He's been in the league for such a long period of time that if your star player listens to your coach, um, and, it, and it sounds like, well, of course they do. No, they, that's not always the case. Players will tune out a coach or they want to know what you've accomplished. Uh, like Chuck Daly's role with the Detroit Pistons, to be able to have all those personalities there, what he did was truly remarkable. And Pat Riley would wear out his welcome with his players, famously wear out his welcome. He was so tough on everybody, the veterans. But that ability to have them respect you, listen to you, I think that's really important for Joe Bell Embiid's development. Because in college, all he had to do was stay healthy, but he couldn't stay healthy. And then when he went to the Sixers, was he in shape? Was he going to stay healthy? And I think that if he gets to that point where all of a sudden – Diet's important, workout, off-season, all of those things. Like, you, you truly dedicate yourself. Then you might see something that's even scarier than what you're seeing with Joel Embiid. But I have no problem if he's your front-runner for the MVP here at the uh, beginning of March. Uh, I hate to be the, you know, the, the nation's conscience when it comes to sports thoughts here, stories, opinions. <laughs> but I have to be, you know. It just, I have to do it, Seton. It's a burden. Yeah, it is. Heavy as the head. Yes, it is. That lies the crown? Yeah. 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 Yes. And who comes up with heavy as the head that... Where's the crown? Where's the crown? Okay. Yeah, and the lies the crown. Yeah. Because they have it on... That means that they're the one in charge. Yeah. That means the that crown? they have all the pressure on them. But, yeah. The crown. That's what that, yeah, yeah. The crown. crown like can, the king. Yeah. It can be heavy. Correct. Yeah. Heavy as the head. That wears the crown. It's not a statement on the size of one's head or anything, no, like a bulbous not? head. Nothing no, like no, because that. that'd be Ross Tucker who's going to join us coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Yes, Paul. Speaking of the crown, I was reading a story about Prince Harry yesterday. Mm -hmm. Can you choose when you're royal and when you're not? Like, can you leave the royal family and then can you re go back to the royal family? Like, once you're not royal again, is it like Superman and the thing that he went through? Are you no longer royal? or And can you recapture your royalty? Because he said... While he's not really involved in the royal family now, he always will be. Well, that's with spirit. Right. But, but is, I, it, is it a designation that you're royalty? How's it work over there? Yeah, I think you have to be accepted by the queen mum. But, you know, they, I think they can decide. It's like you get excommunicated. I think it's that if you're out, you're out. But if you want to come back, then you probably have to go through a process here. To re-royal yourself. Yes, yeah, something like that. Yes, McClellan. So this is the single only topic of conversation in my house. My wife's obsessed with Harry. We broke down the James Corden interview like it was his Apruder films. Yeah. He is definitely distancing himself hardcore from. Oh, yeah. And for good reason. And yeah. he, he was a great interview. He cast the movie about how the, they're going to do the royal family. It's really funny. Yeah. No, I, I, I've always appreciated Harry, but I think he realized that his wife was going to be subjected to what his mother was subjected to. And he didn't want he didn't want to re relive that. Who would want to relive that? I mean, they're relentless there. They're tapping your phones over there. I mean, just 
Now, she should have known what she was signing up for, which it sounds like she didn't realize that. <laughs> but I think they do now, obviously, as they've relocated to Oprah's neighborhood. And Oprah has to sit down with them coming up. Yeah, see. I give Harry a lot of credit for walking away from that life. Mm. But Uh-oh. he is fifth in line. I, I mean, it's not like he's next man up, all right? He's behind Charles, William, William's two kids, and then it's him. He's actually one ahead of Prince Andrew, who's got all kinds of other issues to be concerned about. <laughs> eh, yeah, he's, is he walking away from a cushy life where, uh, you know, you got a bunch of uh, public obligations and whatnot, but everything's safe? Sure, but it's not like he's walking away from being the king. But that's like saying I'm Patrick Mahomes' backup quarterback. I'm not going to really stick around for this. Yeah, you're not going to play. But what a great job. You just sit there. You get to watch games. Prince Harry is like Patrick Mahomes' backup, whoever that is. You're never really getting in. I don't think it sounds that much fun to play the role of Prince Harry over there where you get, you know, you get dressed up in a little military outfit occasionally. <laughs> and you, like, it doesn't seem like anything's real over there. You know? But he's on full scholarship for life, right? Yeah, but there's a lot that goes along with that. Like, I'd rather just chill. He lives in Montecito. Have you been to Montecito? Yeah. You should go. He just chills. You, Oprah's the queen there. Yes, but you go out back, you know, have a beer, smoke a cigar, chill a little bit. But does he have to get a job or anything? Or does They he... just signed a $100 million deal with Netflix, I think. To do what? Like a reality series? Post, post do documentaries and stuff. I wonder if they're going to do one of those things. Like, remember uh, Paris Hilton? Uh, and uh, what's it? Lionel Richie's daughter had that thing where they went and like, oh, we're gonna go raise chickens now, and they did all these like dirty jobs because they were these uh, I don't heiresses. Think, yeah. I wonder if they're gonna do one of those like dirty jobs things. Like, what happens when Harry becomes <laughs> next yeah. week? Yeah, Harry becomes a roofer. Let's see what happens when he. He's putting on a roof in the middle of summer. Yes, Todd. Now, does Prince William and Kate Middleton, to that point, love it so much? Or is it because they're next in line? Because that would be a big deal then. But they're like, we'll put up with it because we're going to you know, be king and queen someday. But if we weren't, I hate this just like my brother does. I don't need to have to live this life. I don't and- know. They're going to be pretty powerful people. They're, they're, you know, they're in line to be... They're, they're, you, I mean, you've got to sign up for it. You've got to be ready for it. But, I mean, I agree with Seton. Like, Harry, hey, I'm going to give this up. Oh, my God, you're courageous. Hey, little do they know I have no shot at being the king, so why don't I get out of here? Yeah, Seton. And, yeah, I mean, like when you look at it, okay, uh, Queen Mum, she's 94. And then Charles is in his 70s. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you know, you're not uh, on deck yet, but you're putting your batting gloves on. Yeah. Yes, McLovin. That's the big controversy. Does Charles pass over himself for William? Do they go straight to William? Because I think it's a PR move. That's what That's I would do. Thursday's poll. That's what, no. <laughs> we can't wait till Thursday. We have to do it tomorrow. <laughs> Hour three poll. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm Charles, I probably go, I don't want to do it. You've been waiting your whole life for this. I don't know if England is waiting for Charles to uh, rule the roost there. He's like Chase Daniel. <laughs> He's sitting around waiting for his turn for 15 years. He's got lots of dough. He's Chase Daniel. Jim Sorge. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. If I'm England, I would go, let's bring in Wills. Let's, let's get started with somebody younger here. That's what I never understood about the Pope. 
the Pope, they bring in a new Pope and he's like 88 years old. And you're like, um, how about we think bigger picture here? Huh? Oh, like a nice 23 year old, well, more not, rangy. No, I, I, I don't think that you could be a qualified to be a Pope at 23. Oh, so like 58 would be young. Yeah, that would be young for the Pope. <laughs> but they're like, and, uh, and uh, the, the, the plume of white smoke, and they, they have elected the new Pope, and he is 88-year-old. He's in a walker, and uh, it's Pope uh, whoever. And you go, why couldn't we get around? To... All right, let me take a break. Uh, Ross Tucker is going to join us. Talk some football with him. Nice. Nice. NBA, NBA, the uh, new Peacock original Punky Brewster is perfect for the whole family. Best of all, it's free. The beloved, or is it beloved, McLovin? I have no idea. Beloved 80s icon is all grown up and raising kids on her own. All episodes streaming free exclusively at Peacock. Sign up at PeacockTV.com to get started. Take a break. 20 after the hour back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Any credit card can offer cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year. All of it. It's like getting a birthday card that's shaped like cash, so you know it's got cash inside. Then you open it up, and then you find out it's your first year cash back match. You don't even have to send a thank you note. Cashback match is what it's called. Conveniently called cashback match. Only by Discover card. And you can learn a whole lot more than what I'm telling you right now at discover.com slash match. Discover.com slash match. Discover. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make sure you sign up for the DP Show newsletter, available daily, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Sign up, go to danpatrick.com, enter your email address in the box that slides out. Bottom right corner, we'll hear from Kyle in California, and then we'll get to Ross Tucker. Hey, Kyle. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, DP? Um, Newsletter, fantastic, by the way. I've missed way too many shows lately, but the newsletter really gets it all. Just saying. Thank you. Um, And I wanted to ask McLovin if he wanted Kyle Lowry on the Sixers, one thing. Second thing, nobody's talking about the Jazz anymore. That was funny. That lasted a week. That was cool. I I guess they're not winning it anymore. And then third thing, I'm totally with you. Don't even bring up James Harden's name. I was watching the game when he quit on them against the Lakers. He threw a pass, basically out of bounds, past John Wall. And John Wall was like, what the hell are you doing? I mean, he, told, you, he can't be the MVP. Just quit on the team. Are you kidding me? I can't believe actual NBA writers bring that up. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, thank you, Kyle. Glad we're in sync on that. Yeah, I just James Harden's fascinating to watch, but I'm not going to give him MVP. With what happened in Houston? Force his way out, quit on his team? No, not going to do it. Ross Tucker never quit on any of his teams. Some of his teams ask him to quit. The former NFL player, now the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, also the uh, analyst for uh, Westwood One, kind enough to join us. How are you, Ross? Dan, I'm fad- fantastic, <laughs> except I'm on chat row right now uh, at danpatrick.com, and I can't figure out how to change my – Avatar. I got to get this beautiful meat, meathead James Vanderbeek picture on there. So I'm just a, uh, I'm like the people on Twitter I hate right now. I'm a nameless, faceless guy. You do look like a, a bigger James Vanderbeek. I, I see it. Like um, a thicker, beefier James Vanderbeek. Yeah, I've always gotten that one and Putty from Seinfeld. Those are the two I've gotten a million times. The thing is, is like, 
I don't think either one of those guys looked like each other. I, I don't get the meathead Vanderbeek one. I kind of get the putty one. He's a big guy. Go Devils. Got to support the team. I never really understood the Vanderbeek one, but enough people say it. And uh, yeah. I don't know how we – one day you were out and I was filling in. They call me Meathead Vanderbeek and it's stuck <laughs> ever since. Well, Fritzy looks like Paulie from Rocky. Which I hate. <laughs> but he does look like Paulie from Rocky. Hey there, Rocco. You know what? I never heard that before, and – Fritzy, I, I kind of see it a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot. I, I can't remember what I can't remember what movie it was, but what is up with you taking all of Rocky's hard-earned money? I mean, he's in there punching people, getting punched, and then you spend and blow all his money, Fritzy. Terrible. I, I think it's not it, right. Was that Rocky Four that you did then? I did in the Soviet Union. There, yeah. I think that was the one. I was pocketing. Um, all right, your reaction to JJ Watt going to Arizona's what? What? Uh, Initial reaction, Dan, was surprise because it hadn't been one of the teams that had been reported, right? You'd heard a lot about the Bills, the Browns, certainly the Packers. It felt like the Arizona Cardinals kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, You know, look, I'll be honest, Dan, I think he went to the place that offered him the most money, and I've got no problem with that whatsoever. You know, I think a lot of times people say, he should have gone here for a ring or should have gone there for a ring. Like, look at, the, look at the Vegas odds, okay? It's really hard to win a ring. So, w- would the Packers have a better chance than the Cardinals? Yeah. Would the Buffalo Bills have a better chance than the Cardinals? Probably. But the Packers haven't been in the Super Bowl in 10 years. So, okay, he goes there. Marginally better chance to go to the Super Bowl. Or he goes to the Buffalo Bills. They haven't been in the Super Bowl in almost 30 years, whatever it is. I think the only thing you know for sure, Dan, is the money that you're going to get from that contract. And I know fans don't want to hear this, and I know all of your listeners want guys to just go where they think they have a best chance to win a ring. Is it likely in Arizona? Probably not. But this is his last big bite at the apple. They gave him the most guaranteed money, it sounds like, by far. I don't blame him one bit. They don't have as good a chance to win the Super Bowl as some of these other teams, but they do have a chance. They're not a terrible team, and he gets the guaranteed money he was looking for. I don't blame him. I think this just comes down to lifestyle for J.J. Watt, and I have no problem with that. I know we want guys to chase the ring until they chase the ring, and then we criticize you for chasing the ring. I think J.J. Watt probably looked at this and said, it's a good team, maybe not a great team. I can be a leader there. And, uh, you know, his wife is from Utah. Maybe this is just comes down to something simple of, you know, the money was important, but lifestyle as well. Uh, if, you, if you've been to Scottsdale this time of the year, it's a wonderful place to live. And maybe that's all this was. All right, a couple other things here. I mentioned first hour, I have the perfect landing spot for Alex Smith. Washington football team doesn't want him anymore. He's 36 years of age. And... Do you want to know what my pick is? I have a guess. Okay. I was not listening. I'm going to guess Chicago Bears. Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, interesting. Reunited with Urban Meyer. At age 36, you're going to be drafting Trevor Lawrence. You're able to sort of be that liaison, backup quarterback, offensive coordinator, assistant head coach, whatever it is. And, and not a lot of pressure there. Maybe you start out as the starter 
as Trevor Lawrence gets acclimated there. But I thought Alex Smith on that roster made a whole lot of sense for uh, for uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah, it's the first time I've heard that, Dan. Uh, I like it. What I really like the most about it is for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Alex Smith yeah. is an awesome guy, consummate professional. If you listen to Patrick Mahomes talk about Alex Smith and what Alex did for Mahomes that first year, Patrick Mahomes gives Alex Smith a ton of credit. So from Jacksonville's perspective, it absolutely makes sense, especially with Trevor having this torn labrum shoulder surgery. Maybe you don't want him out there week one. Maybe he needs a couple weeks. The thing I don't like about it, Dan, I I don't think Alex wants to really be a backup. I I don't want to put words in his mouth, but – I think Alex wants to play. I mean, he's made a ton of money. I, he may I think not he have a choice, though. Play. He may not have a choice, though. Uh, I think you're right. I don't think – I think it'd be tough for any team right now to say Alex Smith is our guy. You know, the one place right now is that maybe Matt Nagy, who worked with him in Kansas City, thinks yeah. I can win 10 games with Alex. He'll be better than Trubisky or Foles would be, but – you know, that injury he suffered, Dan, is just so tricky. There's a reason why he had calf issues at the end of the season. There's a reason why he couldn't play in the playoff game. I don't think any team is going to hitch their wagon, Alex Smith. I think you're right. And I think Jacksonville probably does end up becoming maybe his best spot. We haven't had you on since the uh, Russell Wilson story blew up and the fact that his agent publicly – says to Adam Schefter, hey, if we want to stay, but if we get traded, here's the four teams here. To me, that felt like that's that's the end. That that's You can't be one foot in and one foot out. You can't be sort of pregnant. And it feels like, hey, we want to stay, but what do you think happens with Russell Wilson eventually? Yeah, so two two separate and distinct things here in my mind. Number one, you know, for him to go on with you and say the things that he said – I was really surprised. Uh, I've always been a big Russell Wilson fan, big Russell Wilson supporter. But to say that he's tired of getting hit so much, you know, hey, Russell, you kind of have the ball in your hand. You kind of control that. How about throwing the ball away? How about getting rid of the ball sooner? You know, I will just tell you, as a former offensive lineman, I took offense to that, right? Like that was like publicly calling out his offensive line, and to some extent in my mind, publicly calling himself out. What happened to that personal accountability, personal responsibility? You don't see Tom Brady say, I'm sick of getting hit too much, or Drew Brees. They get rid of the ball. So that bothered me. And then this whole thing of he doesn't want to go somewhere else, but if he does, these are the team. What does that even mean? He doesn't want to go somewhere else, but if he does, these are the teams. I don't know, know, Dan, if he really wants to leave – or if he's figured out that the best way to have everybody talking about you is to leak that you want to go somewhere else and to even start to leak specific. I mean, people in Chicago are going crazy. There's, I saw some guy tweet that Russell Wilson saying he wanted to go to the Bears is the third best quarterback in Bears history. Just Russell Wilson <laughs> saying he wanted to go to the Bears. I mean, that was that like, was. And why would he want to go there? Why? Why like? That, why would you want to go to the Bears? Like, that doesn't make sense. That was Paulie who tweeted that, Ross. <laughs> it was. 
Paulie said it's the third greatest moment for a uh, potential Bears quarterback that Russ just mentioned the Bears on his uh, wish list of four. You just think he wants to be talked about, and that's why they're leaking all of this? There are people that believe that Russell Wilson sort of fancies himself, Dan, as, as like the football Magic Johnson over the next 10, 20 years of his life and wants to have that type of business impact. He is really into investing. He's really into doing deals where he gets equity. And he's got a lot of people that he talks to. It's my understanding. And I think that part of it might be, I don't think it's all of it. I think there is some frustration that they haven't been able to get back to the Super Bowl. But let's just say this. I I think he has realized that his name being in the news is not a negative Mm. for all of the other things he wants to accomplish off the field. We're talking to uh, Ross Tucker, former NFL player and uh, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Also, uh, Ross's birthday today. Happy birthday, Ross. Thank you. I am twice the legal drinking limit, so I will have some daddy sodas tonight. I will say this, Dan. I I don't like birthdays anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm at the age where I no longer like – I'm like 42. That – I, I don't like birthdays. My my wife thinks I'm weird. It's like, well, it's better than the alternative, but I don't – I'm not loving birthdays anymore. I think up, up until like 35, I still liked my birthday. Now I'm like, no, nah, we don't need to talk about it. And maybe that means I'm a weirdo now. I don't know. I, I'm not loving it. Do you – did you get – well, no, you weren't playing in February or March, so you wouldn't get gifts from your teammates when, when you played, right? No, but um, – you know, we obviously got gifts at around Christmas time. There were some guys that were better than others, Dan. Uh, look, Drew Bledsoe, the one year he got us two plane tickets anywhere you wanted to go. So that's where my wife and I went on our honeymoon, to Hawaii, thanks to Bledsoe's plane tickets. The next year he gave us a Motorola Droid Razor when that was like the coolest phone. And he paid the bill unlimited minutes for like three years <laughs> until his mom called me and was like, hi, Ross, this is Barbara Bledsoe, um, Drew's mom. The gift is over now. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Dan, there was Emmett Smith, who my second year, I started the last seven games for Emmett. He gave us a uh, signed Emmett Smith uh, all-time leading rusher book. Signed Emmett Smith jersey and a signed bottle of Emmett Smith all-time leading rusher wine, a wine bottle that he signed. It was amazing. So you were probably mad when Brady took over for Drew Bledsoe because that meant you were not getting any great gifts. Well, so I, the funny thing is, you really only get the gift if you're a starter. So I only got the gift three years. My second year, my third year, and my fourth year. My rookie year, I I didn't get one of the gifts from Tony Banks or whoever it was in Washington. (laughs) When I was in New England, I didn't get a gift from anybody. Um, So, yeah, you really only get the gift if you're a starter, but it is pretty sweet. I've seen some of the gifts these guys get now. They're unbelievable. They get, like, four-wheelers and stuff. That would have been amazing. How How many plays did you play with Brady? Zero. (laughs) <laughs> I started in, 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 in no, in all sincerity, I only played. So the Patriots picked me up midway through the 05 year. I only played the fourth quarter of the Dolphins game week 17 
when uh, Matt Castle came in and Doug Flutie did the drop kick. And I played on special teams against the Broncos. You know, that's one of my claim to fames, Dan. I only ever played in one playoff game. And it was the first playoff game that Brady ever lost. <laughs> Brady was like 10-0 in the playoffs until I got in. <laughs> and then... Uh, Did Brady then, know your name, Ross? What's say it again? Did Brady know your name? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, because I think he, he comes... Anytime you get signed, the first thing he does is come up to you and he's like, shakes your hand. Hi, Ross. I'm Tom. Nice to meet you. Like, hi, Tom. I know who you are. <laughs> and then uh, he, well, I was the center a lot in practice. So he would come in the huddle and be like, all right, Ross, you and me, great snap first. Like, he takes it real, real seriously. <laughs> so he definitely, uh, he definitely knew who I was. And then 06, I got traded to Cleveland. So I never actually was in a regular season game with Tom Brady. Give me that impersonation of Brady again in the huddle. So before he calls the play, he looks at me. And, Dan, this is like spring OTAs. He's already won three Super Bowls. It's like, all right, Ross, you and me, great snap first, great snap first. And, Dan, I'm like 26, 27. I've started 25 games. And I look at him, I'm like, all right, man, all right. But in my head, I'm like, okay, Tom, okay, Tom, yeah. I mean, dude, this is this, – this is, I, I got to say this, Dan. He lives his life – differently than anybody else so I played 18 years of football I was a lineman most of the time the quarterback center exchange is so mundane it's so like you take a ball you hit your butt crack with it the quarterback's top hand is there boom quarterback's like oh whatever I never played with a quarterback that cared nearly as much about that snap as Brady and this is practice but like in his psychopath head, he wanted that, like that smack when you hit the top hand because that meant it was a perfect snap. He could look at the defense a little sooner. Throw the like, think about anything in life, okay? And you just you're just doing something to do it. Brady doesn't look at anything like that. Brady looks at every single thing in his life as a chance to get just a little bit better at it and try to perfect. I mean, that's why he is who he is. You're the best. Hey, happy birthday, Ross. I hope you don't get any gifts today. <laughs> you don't need Thank them. you, Dan. See you guys. Yep. I'll be back on chat row right now. Shout out chat row and back row. All right. That's uh, Ross Tucker, former NFL player and uh, host of the Ross Tucker football podcast. Nice. And uh, an analyst for Westwood One. Oh, he's so much fun. He is. Uh, you know, it's about content. A lot of times when, you know, people may not know who Ross is. I want you to tell stories. And that's content because I can have big name guests on sometimes and then they don't tell stories. But when you get those stories, that's that's when it's great, because I want you staying in your car. I, I, I want you, you know, Chris Weber is one of my favorites. It's stories. John Smoltz stories. That's that's what you want. Al Michaels telling stories. That's that's when I can sit back and I became I become just like you. I'm a listener. And then I'll occasionally go, oh, my turn. i got to ask a question. All right, let me take a break. Last call for phone calls. Close up shop after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Ross Tucker, maybe segment of the year so far. Who's number one on the list so so far? Number one segment. Was that Sal Palantonio? He was there for a while. Matt Light was there for a while. Matt Light was good. Yeah, Matt Light was really good. I can't remember the last one. Okay. Stay, stay tuned. Do you remember McLevin? Uh, well, it seems like there's offensive linemen are the key. There's one that Seaton really loved, and he made a great case for it. And well, I can't remember. How about Russell Russell Wilson? Mm. Impactful, and I don't think that kind of thing gets you in the segment of the year conversation. Oh, it it might be most valuable segment. In yeah, MVS. I mean, it's got a lot of legs there. Like that's a story that will continue for months. 
Yeah, I'm pulling. I got it. The winner in the clubhouse, the leader in the clubhouse right now is Nick Wright as Dick Wrong. That was the segment of the year. I think it was maybe two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. So that is the placeholder right now. Yeah. Yeah, because I said, oh, your your name is Nick Wrong after he said the Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl. And he goes, well, why don't you call me what my full name was in high school? And I go, what's that, Dick Wrong? He goes, yeah. It's like, what, are we in third grade again? <laughs> yeah. Essentially. All right, so, so Nick Wright is in the clubhouse right now as segment of the year so far. I love that he is, you could add him to the list of people who, within the first 30 seconds of being on the show, go, why do I come on this I show? I know, he does. It's like Mannix, like, why do I come on this show? Why do, why am I, why do, I do this to well, myself? Well, it's as soon as I introduce Nick Wright, I always say, Chiefs apologist, and then he'll go, why, why do I? What am I apologizing for? <laughs> yeah, McLovin. The Adam Sandler, Chris McDonald segment. Okay, Shooter we were, McGavin. That was nominated. Shooter McGavin. All right. I like that. By the way, I'll be on chat row and uh, taking your phone calls right after the show. Did you got to be on chat row and uh, just taking your questions here for a little while? One year anniversary for when we uh, had our separation from AT&T and uh, went out on our own like a big boy. Look at us. We consciously uncoupled. We did. Yeah, we uh, we did the Chris Martin, Gwyneth Paltrow. No hard feelings. No, we just no. <laughs> Uh, Jason in Nebraska. Hi, Jace. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hey, Danny and Danette. Hi, Jace. Um, hope all is well and safe. Just want to request if we could make it mandatory that we have Ross Tucker, Chris Sims, and Peter King on weekly. Yeah. And just for safe measure, throw in a Jane Slater. Thanks, guys. Love you. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Jason. Uh, now, those are all great people, but I, I love having conversations with people. I don't want to interview. There are times when I interview, but having a conversation, like Shaq was on yesterday, I, really just a conversation. Uh, and Reggie Miller will be back. Reggie and his wife uh, had another baby, so you know, trying to be fair to Reggie and his schedule with two other little ones at home, but Reg will be joining us. If not in March, probably in April, but I uh, wanted to be fair to him and... Uh, Home life and what's more important. Yes, Bone. Of course, Reggie went with three. Three kids. Oh, I like that. Eat it, Todd. I like that. Yes, McLeod. Are you looking forward to that TNT documentary that they keep pubbing up, the Inside the NBA thing? I think it's Thursday it starts. Yeah, I was interviewed for that. Oh, you were? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, probably spent an hour with them talking about the Inside the NBA TNT crew. And, and the impact that it has. Because when you start to think it shows, uh, obviously with SportsCenter was up there, uh, game day, college game day, TNT's NBA coverage. I don't know the other shows that I brought up, and I'm talking about in the last 25 years, impactful shows. And uh, SportsCenter was obviously there, college game day obviously there, and, and what they did with uh, TNT. Like, can you think of another show? Am I missing one? Yeah, McLovin. Well, all time, you mean? Or no, in the last 25, 25 years. 25 years? Oh, sorry. Uh, not even close. 30 years. I, know I mean, that. studio shows are not in right now. You know, they keep moving them around on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. They kind of... Feels like they've lost their impact. Yes, Todd. And we just got word that Ernie Johnson will join us on Friday. Oh, okay. And that's going to be one of the topics to uh, talk about uh, what they've accomplished. All right. That's also your fault for putting radio on TV so successfully, by the way. That those that's taken over a lot of airspace that used to be studio shows. Oh, right? the simulcast? Yeah. Yeah, I know. But nobody's been able to replicate a man cave. They've tried, but no. Yeah. 
No, I'm, I'm very lucky. Very lucky to be able to have this. There, There's no other show that's like this, but yeah, I'm fortunate. Great man cave. Todd, what'd you learn today? Reggie White leaving the Eagles for Green Bay may have been the first time we realized anything's possible. A star player switching teams in free agency. McLovin. Ross Tucker never took a regular season snap from Tom Brady. Seaton. Tom Brady's all about the snap. Paulie. Clean snap. Nice. What we learned, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options. Cutting edge, check, five-star sales, service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz Vans. Built, equipped, engineered to get ready for anything. Go the extra mile. Take the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Thank you again. Pleasure to serve you. Talk to you tomorrow. Oh, but wait, there's one more item before we say goodbye to this Tuesday. Guys, when we get to the studio every day, you got to hit the ground running. What's the lead story? What are the angles we're covering? Guest list, all of these things. But you got to have energy here. I mean, I got to keep up with these younger guys in here. These Danettes are a lot younger than me. I start my day every day with M Drive, supplement for guys who want to stay on top. Powerful ingredients backed by science help me get energized and stronger and leaner. You can hear it in my voice. I'm competitive. I want to be great. Every single day is the Super Bowl. It takes work, takes drive. You want to be the best. No plans to slow down. So, how do you feel today? Sluggish, tired, gaining weight, losing your drive? Try M Drive for yourself. Everyday supplement for guys with drive. Get M Drive at Walgreens, Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop, or you can go directly to the website mdrivedan.com. You can do that today. Free shipping, 60 day money back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Go to mdrivedan.com. Refind your prime with M Drive. There's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell to saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. And it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.